Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Whale Nerds Podcast, episode 39. And I'm here with Caitlin. Hello. And today we have a special guest because Eric's out of town again. He had to go to a wedding. Um, but we do have a special guest here from Santa Barbara, and his name is Adam Ernster. What's up, guys? <laughs> <laughs> What's up, guys? It's we told boy. you guys. <laughs> we told you he'd be on in one of the next episodes, I'm pretty it's sure. true. We've been asking about him for episodes already. And yeah, you know he came up here because we have an all-day trip tomorrow, and there's a bunch of whale people going on it. So it's going to be super awesome. Woohoo! Um, I do know that you saw killer whales like two days ago. Yeah, so we saw three different families down in Santa Barbara, right? So we saw the 51s. Actually, it was really weird. So we had the 216s at first. And when I say 216s, it was just Jagged, the matriarch, and one of her babies, which was kind of weird because recently they've been spotted with the whole family, and that's the one with the great calf. Um, but anyways, it seems like they split up for a little bit. Um, so there's only two members from that pod. And then I was like, yo, where the rest, where's the rest of her family? And then out in the distance, I spotted more killer whales, and I thought that was the rest of our family, but it wasn't. And they were coming from the exact opposite way. And um, Jagged was just, like, hauling at, like, 10 or 12 knots. She was just going, Lacey, he's going at it. Lacey, <laughs> off. <laughs> Lacey really oh missed God. Adam. <laughs> yeah, she did. <laughs> wow. My dog um, was just on top of Adam. Um, oh, now she's embarrassed. <laughs> now you're embarrassed. Um, so, yeah, so then we saw, we saw another pod coming from the other way. Um, and that actually turned out to be the 138s, which is a pod of five. There's one like sprouting male in that pod. And so we followed them and they were like riding in our wake and stuff. And then literally from the other direction came the 51. So it was just like a huge. Did they all meet up? Hodgepodge. Yeah, they all met up. Hodgepodge of whales. They were like mating, socializing, um, riding in our wake. They completely mugged us for like an hour and a half. It was like the best killer whale encounter I've ever had. So. Dude, it looked freaking insane. I I don't think I've had a killer whale encounter like that in a long time. Yeah, it was just crazy. They just loved to. Well, I guess I just had good, pretty good encounters up north, but yeah, that's true. but not like that where they're mugging uh, the boat. Yeah, they were just mugging clear for water. Like an hour. Oh, the water was so good. It was so flat. And uh, yeah, you really can't ask for much more than that. Um, but it was really weird. Like we don't normally see pods join up in the channel. Every time I've seen killer whales there, it's just one family. Um, so that was kind of cool. And uh, so how long have you been back in Santa Barbara? Uh, blah, 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 a month and a half. Dang. And you're already seeing killer whales. Yeah, everybody's giving me crap because I spent the whole summer in Washington looking at killer whales. And now I get more killer whales and maybe we'll get some tomorrow. Who knows? I'm not jinxing it. I'm knocking on wood. There's no wood here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the floor. If you just ruined our trip tomorrow, Adam, you're cut. Adam, you're getting kicked you're cut. off the you're boat. Cut from the podcast. I will the, throw you boat. off the boat. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely getting thrown off the boat. Um, I'll start squealing. No, dude. like you did on your video. Okay, so tomorrow <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna be strictly filming with my DSLR, so you can't talk. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Just if we see anything exciting, you can't talk. I'm gonna be like Adam, put a muzzle on. Mm-mm. Dude, that's the attraction. No, of... that's what that's gonna make your your videos get some views on. Yes, them. That's exactly. That's I mean, the attraction that's of whales. Like, dude, that girl really likes yeah. whales. <laughs> If I've you guys, that so many times. If you haven't heard or seen the Killer Whale video yet, we'll put we'll use his kill if you don't mind. Yeah, we'll no, use it as the the post, our next post. Um, yeah, I just I can't hold it in. This. Adam was quite animated. 
I don't. The last time I think I, I freaked out like that was when the killer whale breached and landed like an a like literally like three feet from the boat and splashed and oh, got when me it splashed a picture of it. And I don't even think I made a noise, but Eric was like, "Oh my god, it got me! <laughs> it got me wet!" <laughs> like it was so <laughs> funny. And then, That's actually me. Yeah, I say like three things. I go, "Oh my gosh." Oh my gosh! You're kidding! You're kidding! I can't believe what's happening. You're kidding! You're kidding! Yeah. I remember, I remember really freaking out with short fin pilot whales in Newport one night. Um, it was just us on like a rib, and they're literally. And Margot actually got on the boat with me because we were leaving like a mall, and we drove straight down and got on the boat. And I remember there were the short fin pilot whales were just bow riding, and like they're oh, they're just like dude. you know they're like twelve so feet or fifteen feet long or whatever. The big animal, the bow ride boat. Yeah, so big boys. I guess they're bigger than twelve feet. They're yeah, like twenty feet. Uh, no. I don't think they're that long, but like definitely fifteen. Those are they're like falsies are yeah. like eighteen to twenty feet. Yeah, pilot whales are pretty big. They're like almost as big as false killer whales in length, but they're definitely way Actually, heavier. Actually, you know what's they're funny is boys. I saw short fin pilot whales on the Ocean Explorer one time, and this was like way back, and I was standing on the very roof of the boat, and it's like a two story boat, you know. Mm-hmm. And I was shooting straight down, and one was coming under, and I remember it being like just if I could just see the peduncle and it fluking, and it was so long. Yeah, it was like six. That was like six. Yeah, they're feet, big. So they're pretty big. Yeah, they're big. Yeah, they're almost as big as killer whales. Dude, they're that- not as heavy, but they're almost as long. So Adam has super rare, awesome luck, I guess. You know, people keep saying that, and I don't know if it offends me or not. <laughs> Why would it offend you? Because Dude, like people get so mad that we see whales, but you, they, they, we already t- we tell them this every week. If you want to see whales, go whale watching. Exactly. And if you go like, four days a week. You're that's gonna my see thing. Something. Is like I moved to Washington to see killer whales. I like, you know, exactly. go, I work for a company in Santa Barbara, and like that's kind of like a mini Monterey, like we talk about. Like at some point. You know, like when you're out there every day and you're in these great locations, like, you know, something bound, something good is bound to happen. So, but yeah, yeah. I mean, it is luck, but yeah, I mean, also but put, if you want to see lunch right feeding humpback whales and you yeah. know that they do it consistently during the summertime in Monterey, it's a exactly. good place to go to try to see them. Exactly. But don't go for one trip, go for two trips exactly. a row, three so days in like, a row, you know? Yeah. There's a certain point where you know? it turns into like, you know what I putting mean? yourself in the right situation. <clears throat> so the reason we actually have Adam on this podcast. Because I was screaming. No, no, not because of your video. I mean, that's a bonus. But because he just got back from the San Juan Islands a month ago, oh, yeah. and we haven't had time to get him up here yet. Uh, but he he's going to tell us about his first year working in the San Juan Islands, specifically on Orcas Island, and uh, all the things he saw. Yeah, um, the Salish Sea is a pretty incredible place. So they say. So they say. <laughs> um, when was the last time you were there, Caitlin? Not since I was a kid. Really. Yeah, dude. Supposedly she saw Granny when she was a kid, but I don't believe it. I saw it. Granny. I know. I don't know up. if I, I mean I don't know what pod we saw, but I'm pretty sure we saw Southern Residents from Land from Lime Kiln when I was a kid. Probably. I have they're really, they're really crappy. Probably with J Pod. I think they used to be around there a lot. Like yeah. it was a normal thing. This was like late '90s. So what's up? You moved <clears throat> up there when? Yeah. So I moved up there right as I got out of school. Um, so I was up there June 18th. And I was there till September, like, 12th, so pretty much, like, three months. Dang, that's um, a good, that's some solid whale life Dude, being activity. in the water, like, every day. Um, dude, just really being ask. up there every day, like. Oh, it's so beautiful. I dude, miss it's it. hard to not be positive when you're there, that's for sure. It's so beautiful. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's a pretty incredible place. But I did have to live in a tiny shack. Yeah, we know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with, your living situation was with less than no ideal. no bathroom, no shower. The ocean was my shower. I had used the shower of my homies. They'd just come home sometimes, and I'd just be naked in their bathrooms. 
Just kidding. Anyway, you can't wait, say that what? on the podcast. <laughs> Eric, oh my god. Adam, what are you? We're gonna scratch that part out. <clears throat> what are you talking about? Um, but yeah, so living situation was not great, but you make make it make it work. Um, because I got to be on the water every day. Um, what's the first thing I'm you saw? To think, yeah, actually, the first thing I saw was a humpback. The first trip I oh, had. I know they the love first, humpbacks there. The dude. first trip I had, I went out. Um, with Captain Troy, and uh, yeah, there's no killer whales out there, so we just hung out with some humpbacks. Did you um, get there before? Oh, no, you saw me while I was there. That that I yeah. was there like your first month. Yeah, like literally like two, like a week two or three weeks or after yeah. I moved there. Um, but I remember like the first really great killer whale encounter I had was um, it was with the 65 A's and the 46 B's, and I mean you've seen it up there, like when families. I've meet seen up. those. Yeah, yeah, but like you know, when the families meet up, oh, they yeah. just tend to like go crazy, right? So we had the sixty-five A's and the forty-six B's. The forty-six B's are the ones with the gray calf to Luke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Forty-six B one B. Yeah, forty-six B one B. And yeah, they just like these two families met up and they just went crazy. Um, and that was the first ever photograph I got of a breaching killer whale. That was pretty cool, dude. Um, but literally, like every day up there is how just stoked do you think wild. he was, Caitlin? Like his like second trip, he sees killer <coughs> whales and he's just like, damn. Did like, you cry? I, I get it. Oh, I bet he was screaming, huh? <laughs> is this real? <laughs> Are those true? Are you kidding me? I didn't, I didn't cry that time. Um, I did cry a couple times. Just like, are you kidding me every five seconds? It's just so flipping beautiful. Oh, like, my God. Oh, my God. I don't know how the harbor looks on Orcas Island, but just being in the harbor and looking off into, the, like, at another island, <laughs> it's just so incredible. So it's, it's weird on Orcas Island because we have, like, our own private marina. Um, which has its drawbacks because we had to fuel three boats that had 250-gallon fuel tanks manually every day by using five-gallon canisters. Yeah, that's brutal. So that was a Dude, I'm telling you, you roughed it this summer. But, yeah, you did. Um, we just, like, for whatever reason, couldn't get a fuel line down there or something. So that was fun. Probably a good thing, though. And then, like, the way the tides work there um, – it's just like so drastic. So we'd have like <clears throat> yep. like a six or seven foot drop, and there'd be some times where like we couldn't get the boats out. So we'd have to you know get the boats out at like six in the morning and just and float sh- them, float them there. Well, we have to shuttle people to a uh, different dock, and so that was a pain mm. in the butt sometimes. But made it work. Dang. Um, so what you saw transients obviously like the whole entire summer yeah so oh the week i left there was like a one week lull right yeah and i guess they talked about that on my trip they said like that was the they said every summer it happens for one like about a week yeah, it happens it and it to, happened right after i left it seems to always happen yes yeah, so there's like a good week maybe even like week and a half two weeks where we didn't see any killer whales um there's always humpbacks there and minkies there um so that's kind of how you make it well by. there wasn't always no there wasn't always but now Not there in is. the past yeah. yeah yeah now there is um they're getting pretty lucky up there nowadays. Yeah, this year. Yeah. Getting it's still there. a short season, though. They only get... Yeah. Well, it's not, though, but it is because people don't travel there like January, February. But realistically, you could whale watch there until November, and you could start again in March. Yeah. People just think that... you. I mean, you could do it during the winter. It's just too risky because of like, the weather. It just gets gross, and there's not yeah. enough tourism there. Yeah. It gets enough, rainy. Not enough people. But there's still whales around. <clears throat> the transients eat seals all year round. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. They're there. So they're there. Um, the humpbacks aren't, but there's whales there, minky whales. Yeah, no, there's definitely stuff there, and like and even the stellar like, sea lions are all back too, which is yeah, really cool to see. Oh, that's the one thing I didn't see while I was there. Uh, you what? Stellar, because he a, moved like well, a, a stellar sea lion hunt. Uh, oh, I, saw I was stellar. like, how did you not see no, stellar sea lions? They're all over the place. 
but I wanted to see one get murked. Mm. Yeah. They, it's so funny because every time they're like, trust me, the thing you want is a stellar hunt. Yeah. Because they said it's like. Because it's a battle, it dude. Be, it could be like four or five or six hours, they said. Dude, that's a 2,000 wow. pound animal. Like yeah, but like, it's funny because they take big male sea lions down. Like, they could, I think they could take stellars down. Well, well, some of it's also practice. So, like, the gray whale hunts here used to be 10 hour ordeals. And yeah. now, like, the, I've seen one in less than an hour. I think really, one, yeah. The one that you watched from beach only was like forty five or an hour. Yeah, I've se- I've seen several this, hunts that were only forty five minutes. See, and it was it was the pod that everybody says doesn't usually eat the killer whales. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I've seen Emma's group take down a gray whale calf in forty five minutes before too. Like we watched the whole thing in a four hour trip. I was like, what the? F- I thought we were in it for the what long haul, the and it's already over. <laughs> yeah, that's another thing I haven't seen. I haven't seen a gray whale hunt yet. It's cool. It's it's there cool. It'd be cool to year. see it somewhere else no, other than Monterey. This year. Uh, where else would they? In it? Washington, and then also <sighs> they do it everywhere. But um, there's not one everywhere, narrow pass in Alaska. They do it too. Oh yeah, there's that one little pass. Like, Dude, they do it off Big Sur. We miss so many. Yeah, of them. there was one in Document Two. One for sure documented in Morro oh. Bay this year. Yeah, I was just gonna say Morro Bay. Yeah. So I think that they do it more than we think. Oh yeah, for sure. So. Um, but yeah, San Juan's is awesome. I'm trying to think of like. So if you were gonna do it all again, yeah, what would you do differently? Um, because this is your first gig. You didn't really know the lay of the land. You didn't yeah, know so a lot of people up there. That's a great question. Um, <clears throat> I definitely try to work for a more reputable con- uh, company. Just like one that focuses more on the conservation yeah and maybe research aspects of it because that's what i care about yeah one Um, that fits your you know like to a certain extent it is about selling tickets and making a business right yeah but that's not really what i care about um so hopefully i'm gonna apply to maya's this year and see what happens um there's a whole bunch of different companies on san juan and i also just as much as i loved living on orcas island um i'm not trying to not have a bathroom again um yeah and orcas island is nice but there's really only one town there mm-hmm. um, and it's kind of hard to and there's like one restaurant right so yeah how... there's one restaurant that's open like that has the same hours every day other than that restaurants are just all over the place so you were at like you you were offered that living situation from the company from the company yeah so um, and granted, this time they, you'd look for your own yeah deal. 100% they kind of made it seem like it was like a tiny house and like a communal living kind of deal um, but it really wasn't, which is yeah. fine. You know, I didn't pay a lot of money for it. Yeah. And I was able to roughhouse it. Like, I don't think anybody else at that company would have done that, but I didn't really yeah. care. Yeah. Um, it was cheap, and I got to save some money and see killer whales every day. So that's all I really cared about. Um, <laughs> that was the goal. <laughs> yeah, that was the goal, and I, I definitely got that achieved. Um, but, yeah, definitely going to try to work at, for a company on San Juan next year. Um, is that kind of the main island that everybody operates out of is San Juan? Yeah. So, like, um, Orcas Island has, like, two companies. Mm-hmm. San Juan has, like, 15 or 20. Oh, okay. Um, and then I don't think Lopez has any companies because um, we – my company ran charters out of Lopez. Oh, okay. Um, so, just, like, random islands we would take people out of if they requested it and would pay for it. <coughs> um, yeah, I saw one of your taxis while I was up there. Yeah, we have water taxi. It's a big company, you know. We go to Anacortes as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I definitely want to focus more on the research or you know conservation aspect of it. Yeah. Um, and you know it was a really great point. You know, you get your foot in the door and really experience right. the San Juans. Um, and it's 
it, it, t- it took a second to get it down, but like just knowing the geography and the geology and, you know, being out there every day, you know, as a tour guide, you get so many different questions about stuff and that's right. Well, and it's always you learn good. quicker too about that. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Well, and it's always good to get your lay of the land of an area. And then if you want exactly. to change to a different company the next season, like you, you can say you already have a season's worth of exactly. experience. So, so. That's, that was really important. Um, but yeah, I had, a, I had a blast up there. Um, you really, really can't beat it up there. The regulations are tough. Um, yeah. That was the first summer with the new regs, right? Yeah. So it's, and the last because they're, they end in October. Yeah. End, yeah. Um, it's only it's, the Canada regulations that were bad. Yeah. So Canada yeah. couldn't watch this on the resident killer whales. We had to watch them in the U S from a uh, 300 uh, yards away. Um, and all the whale watch boats, whale watch companies get permits to watch them a little closer than the private boats. The um, private is 600, I think. Well, Six or four private boaters just kind of do whatever the heck they want. Well, yeah, well, of that's, course. Um, <laughs> that's always the problem. Really, yeah. And like, granted, when the Southern residents were around, um, WDFW, the kind of whale watch police up there, yeah, um, they'd stop boats and stuff. But when we just, because you know, there's a good month and a half where the residents weren't around in the beginning, um, and we'd have people just like running over pods of Biggs killer whales, and we'd yeah. honk at them and wave them down and stuff. But private boaters just either a don't care or you don't know. I mean, yeah. it's kind of hard not to know when there's six or seven boats around all honking. At I feel like you, if you'd you be live amazed in that area, though. though. Like, but I guess if you live in that area, come on, it's been it's yeah, it's, it's in their huge, news like once exact, a week. Exactly. You should have seen the kayak we had today. Really? I can't believe a kayak Who was so it? destructive. I don't. I don't know. Was it with they killer looked, whales? They looked familiar. Yeah, we had killer it's whales probably today. One of the guys, the guy I probably have the video of the drone from. No, this was a different kayak, but. I mean, this looked like a person I've seen out there before, and they paddled right up to the sea lion that was knocked out that they were about to start teaching the little one how to work with. No, thank you. And then the guy paddled right up to it with all the whale watch boats around. There was eight boats, like, in a nice echelon formation, in a really good formation. And so one of the boats went up close enough to just, like, actually talk to them on deck and was like, hey... You are Get interrupting <laughs> their hunt, like after the killer whales, because the killer whales gave up on the teaching moment. They just took the sea lion down, ate it, and went went on with their day. And so the one boat came up to him and was like, "Hey, you need to stay a hundred yards away, like the rest of us are. Like yeah. you're you're in the way, and that's illegal." Um, and this person definitely was someone that I've seen out there before. So like they, they are aware they of the rules. Yeah. And no, there was the guy plenty that was of boats in the kayak around. was not chasing him around. He was actually trying to get away because they came over doing. Yeah, it. yeah the one on your scared. video. Yeah, yeah. This, this guy today, I was like, that was pretty intentional. You paddled right to the sea lion and well, then had all the killer whales circle you. Moss. Yeah, that's where we were. Is that where you think you think it was a guy that's like usually wears like a speedo? Yeah, that's uh, who I think it was, but yeah. I don't know for sure. <laughs> My view know. was just, backlit, so I couldn't really dude, see. Dude, this guy paddles like, out to Blue Whales like 10 miles out sometimes. Yeah. Oh You've gosh. seen him so far oh out gosh. of Moss. You're like, yeah. dude. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. But, I mean, that's what I'm saying. People are amazing. Like, people, yeah, people either, just like, blatantly just, want. yeah. Um, and, you know, there's kind of no getting around that. Um, I wish the regulations up there would focus more on people like that, the private yes, boaters versus I agree. the whale watch companies. Like, we're the ones being responsible. We're the I ones agree. educating people about the whales, showing their plights, what they're going through. Um and, you know, we always do our best to keep respectable distances. Right. Um, but right. 300 yards, I mean, that's tough. You can't get a good look at you a killer whale at 300 and like, yards. Granted, with the residents, I've had so many encounters up there in the three months that I was there where they come to you. Like, pretty much every time I saw them, they would go to you. But still, it's, and like, you, so much stress to And even then, and, yeah, yeah, exactly. People, like, the WDFW and Soundwatch and everybody's like, get away from the killer whales. And you're like, I can't do anything. What yeah. do you want me to do here? Yeah, I had If I move my boat, it's going to put them in more danger right. than me just sitting there right. enjoying the moment. I had residents off of Lime Kiln 
which is a half mile. Yeah, you have to stay a half, half mile. You have to stay a half mile zone. off the beach. So regardless of where they're at, you have to stay a half mile off the beach. Yeah. Yeah. And so we were a half mile off the beach, which is pretty far from them when they're like a hundred feet offshore. Yeah. And we had onyx breach on the outside of us, like a quarter mile. Exactly. And so it's like, you know what I mean? Yeah, you, you can stay can't. as far as you want, and if they feel like coming over to you, the th- they will. The thing about the residents is that when they're off a lime kiln, like that's like their primary feeding grounds, right? But you know, like when they're in foraging mode, they're spread out over a couple miles, so it's not just one you know group that's together. Sometimes you'll have them you know all over the place, and that's typically what you see when they're foraging. Yeah, um, and that's it, one of the behaviors you don't want to interrupt, and that's one of the hardest yeah, totally. behaviors to like maintain. Totally, <laughs> and maintain I, the distance. For I it. hate to say it, but all the times, and I think it's only three that I've seen them at Lime Kilns residence, they've been having researchers chase them around in circle. Literally, I've watched them chase one, yeah. and it was like the two weeks after she had lost her baby. Like it was yeah. around then, you know, and, and they're literally trying to get a tag on it. And it's like you know that's their feeding ground. That's why you have us a half mile away. And you're still chasing them around? I thought exactly. they weren't going to tag them anymore. They tagged one while I was there on my trip. Are they, Are they putting actually? like limpet tags yeah. or suction cup they tags? They must be. No, D tags. Yeah, suction cup. They, like 24 hour tags. Or 12 hour tags. Yeah, the permanent the tags. They, in the 90s. Yeah. yeah. The well, thing is, is it can bring recently. really good data. Yeah. But they have to use the data. That's all. Yeah. If you use it, then I'm, I'm for it, right? Yeah. But if you're not going to use it and you're just going to tag it yeah, to say co- you're doing something, you know what I mean? Yeah. The benefits have to outweigh the cost significantly. Yeah. Um, and it's tough. Like, we all love those whales. We want them to do, to do you know, what, you know, forage and do the things they need to do. Yeah. Um, it's just a tough situation. But um, definitely, like, my best encounters over the three months were with the residents. Um, I had the first, actually... Um, Let's see, they were gone for like almost the entire summer. So like they first showed up, right? Remember like there was like a huge thing where like, oh, they yeah, were like three seen, months or something. Yeah, they weren't Oh, they, they didn't see L-Pod since January. Yeah. They, yeah. Yeah, exactly. We, we, were, the last, they, yeah, we were the last. Yeah, we saw them last. <laughs> which yeah. I just saw again, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there was like the entire time I was there for the first couple months, we didn't see the residents and they first showed up on July 5th. And so for the this year is the first year on record that they haven't been seen in the whole month of June, um, which is kind of alarming. Anyways, um, they showed up in July fifth. I didn't I didn't see them on July fifth. Um, we had transients that we were gonna watch instead, because you know again the whales companies are responsible like that. You know if there's bigs or transient killer whales around, we'll watch them instead of the residents. Yeah. Because um, we care about them. Yeah, I think everybody in from like that doesn't go well watching i think they just think like oh they just go straight to the residence but like no there was a, there was a trip where i was on um with my friends there and they said they knew the residents were around somewhere and they didn't go like yeah. we purposely didn't go Most because companies do that because we yeah. don't want to put any more pressure on them than we have to yeah um but yeah anyways um they showed up um uh, and then on july 6th <coughs> we had the we had the residents off of stewart island which is the most westerly of the u.s islands that's right before boundary pass and then past that is Canada um and we were watching them from our 300 yards away right and then out of nowhere like seriously out of nowhere Onyx just breached like 30 yards from our boat wow and I was like my captain started screaming and I was like what's going on because I was in the front talking to the passengers yeah um he's like that was a huge breach and like my heart <laughs> and was he like, did it again oh my gosh and again and huh? then and then he did it he did it again Dude, Onyx is a gangster. He's a gangster, dude. I seriously, so, like, because oh that was my gosh. first breach up there, I did get a spy hop from Slick before, but before the breach, but when that breach happened, it, like, made my, it, I already dude, had my trip like, made, but it was like, he, come on. He breached again, like, he's a big again, whale. 30 yards away, and, like, I was freaking out. I had my glasses on, so I wasn't really looking through my camera, really, <laughs> and then I totally messed the second shot up, um, and I was 
really zoomed in and it was out of focus because he was so close. Like yeah, I was, yeah. I was panic, at hundred millimeters. Shooting. I was at hundred millimeters and I still couldn't get him in frame. And then luckily he did it again and it was like the best one because he was looking straight at us. Oh, cool. And so I got that p- picture like perfectly in frame with like the San Juan's uh, trees and stuff in the background, just beautiful. Oh no. And then like, sorry. What? <laughs> someone just commented, someone tagged me on Blue Ocean's picture of the killer whale today. Yeah. And they're like, tomorrow. And I'm like, oh, oh no, shoot. Stop. <laughs> don't, don't, like, don't ruin it. <laughs> well, today I will, I will tell you today, I messed up every breach photo i did not uh, get a single one. Oh yeah because they were hunting tough. yeah they breached, uh, sorry like, about cutting you off for no, the onyx thing they breached um, like three times in a row i screwed but, up everyone so, so, so pic- i'm glad you got one yeah <laughs> the picture is that blackberry or onyx though um i got one of got blackberry two that were crazy onyx. right yeah so but the one Dude, i got of your onyx, background yeah that one's blackberry this is blackberry um, okay yeah dude sweet. but yeah so sweet. but i don't know the onyx one was like this is the onyx one um yeah, pretty lame. Oh, that's a lame. Big one. And like, this <laughs> is like totally that's not cropped at all. Like that, he was right there. Beautiful. And the best part about that encounter was that I thought he was gonna do it again, but he didn't. He like kind of popped up like again, pretty close, like forty yards away, and he like hit this wave. And I swear, I like locked eyes with this thing. Like he, he <laughs> tur- I have a picture of it too. Like him, like hitting this wave and turning on his side. Um, let me find this picture. He looked into your soul. Literally, like, <laughs> like, look, like he like hit this wave and just like mm, was right there. He was looking and at I you. I swear he just like locked eyes with me, and that was like, I mean, you guys know me. I started crying and screaming after that, <laughs> um, and that was like the most special moment I've ever had. See, dude, like he and Onyx. Um, I was talking to Sarah. It's not as good as yours, but when, it's still cool. When I was hanging out with you, um, when you were there, and oh yeah, out Sarah, or Sarah and Jeff. Um, She's like, yeah, you know, he likes to do that. I think he likes to. He's a breacher. He's a shower offer. He totally is. Liner likes that when okay. people scream. Yeah. Do you know who these were? Okay. It's so funny because it's the CA51As that are out, right? Yeah. yeah. And I'm pretty sure the video I posted two days ago might have had. The, it was 11 whales, but I think it had the 51As and another pod in there. Oh, maybe. You guys had the 51As and my super rare, ultra rare. And the 120. Oh, yeah. That's who it was. Okay. So who yeah. was that? That was them? Okay. Then this is the 51As that's doing this pex lab. So, so sick. They can be really fun. I whales. called them in by posting. Whoa, calm down. I called them in, dude. They're coming tomorrow. Woo! Yeah. Hopefully this doesn't go out till after the trip. I hope so, dude. So people don't. Care. No, dude, we're posting it right now after we're done. Shoo! We are. <laughs> and um, I hope. I hope that we see you tomorrow. That'd be awesome. Think of other encounters. Also, that blackberry encounter was pretty cool too. Um, that thing just loves. Like I saw him three days in a row, and every day I saw him, he like did these massive breaches. That thing just loves going off. All right. That's the first time I've seen 50B breach today. Really? He's usually not that crazy of a whale. About, like, so. like transient, California transients, they don't really breach all the time. No, not but unless ha- they've eaten something. But I have had them breach. Like, the you, residents are way more like spy hoppy dude, and every breachy. Every time I see those things, the res- going That's what I off. said. And someone was like, no, I think they're boring. I was no. like, I no, swear to you, spy hop a there, lot. Was a, there was spy hops all over the place. Yeah. There was like tail throws every and breaches. Like head chin slaps. Even offshore killer whales are way more like they tail slap a lot and peck slaps. It's got to so, be the bigger number pod thing. It's so interesting. Yeah. More, more whales be, yeah. to talk to. You so know what I mean? That's true. Well, and the transients are always trying to be stealthy. Yeah, because they're eating mammals. Because their food boys. has good hearing. <laughs> okay. 
Dude, they're so sick. Oh, yeah. So I told someone that the resident to, like, I was like, trust me, I want to move to San Juan. It's amazing. That's because it's, that was my first time there, so I was freaking out. <laughs> but they were like, oh, no, the ETBs are way better. And I was like, what? No, like, I promise you, the Dude. residents breach like crazy. Yes. I understand that the ETBs have done crazy things, yeah. but, like, I'm, the, I think the residents are very active, but I'm sure the ETPs are active as well. Dude, I mean, those, the ETPs will, like, surf in the wake. Dude, those yeah. ETPs cool. act like common dolphins, I yeah. swear to God. Like, they just That's come cool. over to those the Those ETPs boat. are going to get the whale industry in trouble because – Dude, people yeah, don't understand are. that you yeah, can just be don't. doing your own thing and they'll Dude, come over to you. Everybody yeah. in the Pacific Northwest thinks that the SoCal companies are like running over killer whales. And it, it's just not the case. Those things just literally beeline right towards your boat. Um, yeah. It's pretty miraculous. There it, they just slaughter things. Yeah, there <laughs> is. The, the one thing in Newport, though, I will admit, is that the private boats are nuts. There's just so many because it's, it's warm yeah. water down there. It's warm. Yeah. I mean, it's warmer. Like, it's just like such a ocean. The ocean's a yeah. big activity. Well, yeah, I mean, it's calm, it's warm. A lot of people own boats. And, yeah. like, the sea conditions yeah. are good enough for you to go out it's, with hardly any yeah. boat experience. It's Orange County, so exactly. a bunch of rich people. So, like, where we boats. don't have a lot of boat traffic here in Monterey, yeah. except for during, like, salmon or crab season. Yeah, or, squid, or like, like but not really even flat, calm day in the summer. Yeah. Sometimes we get a lot of weekend warriors out there. But, like, weekdays, pretty much we never have a problem. Yeah. Um, and yeah. it's hardly ever calm enough for it That's to be true. a problem yeah, for most really little boats. out there. <laughs> But no, I think I think from all the whale watch companies I've been with in California, there's like a few, and it's one of them's in Monterey that I don't think really like follow the rules. Oh yeah, there definitely is a few. I was just talking to Kristen and Delaney about this today. Like, there's just certain either companies out there or specifically people that just don't really care about the rules and regulations and just kind of do what they want, or like think that their judgment's better than. Yeah, and like granted, when and you're a like, captain that's been on the water for 20 years, for the most part, you think you have enough experience yeah. and knowledge yeah. to do the right thing. But in some situations, people just do what they want. Well, in some sucks. ways, you even if you do think you know better, and maybe you do, like you still have to be a good steward to others. Like you still have to show a good example. I totally to everyone used to else. think I knew like exactly how the whales felt about like everything, and it's like it's so not the case because I have yeah. I apps. I absolutely have no idea what they actually. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like I, I truly believe they don't really. They care less about the drone, but I do think that they can see the drone. Oh yeah. Oh, like, I mean, there's definitely videos out there of yeah. killer whales reacting to drones. And, and I definitely think tooth whales more than yes, baleen whales react. But I know people that have said that they've seen like humpback calves completely like just disappear after yeah. they saw the drone. Yep. So I mean, and now and and that's. But my experience from traveling to different places has led me to like learn a lot more things yeah. about like because I would have just been stayed in my lane, you know, yep. and like no, yep. I know what I'm talking about because yeah, I do this, yeah. I do it every single day. So yeah. if I've never had this reaction, I'm gonna claim that totally. I, I know it's right, you yeah. know, and, but it's yeah. not the case. And the thing about drones is that they're just so new that there isn't a whole ton of research on them. But at the same time, it's just like it's just a respect thing for the animals. Like, yeah. I wouldn't want to fly buzzing around ten feet from my face. Like, that's annoying. Yeah. Um, and even if the and whales the people can't on the see boat. that, like, yeah, a lot of the, the a lot of the complaints I hear is that the passengers it diminishes their experience. Totally. You know, like you've got a drone in your shot, or you totally. can hear it, or you can see it above the whales, and it's just annoying. Like, uh, that's why when I fly, I never fly. Like one in between the boat and the passengers. Yeah. And two, right above the whale. Yeah. And three, I just don't even like. That's why I don't like it, especially when there's lots of people, because you're it gets, almost it always gets, above all the birds. It gets too. in their video. It gets in their video. Yeah. It gets in their like because yeah. if they're taking pictures and you're ten feet above this killer whale or this humpback or this gray whale, 
you, it's now it's in their cell phone picture because yeah. most people are shooting with a cell phone. Yeah. So totally. they're going to be, you know, getting all these shots with the drone in it. And that totally, they're like, what's that thing in the air? Yeah. You know, when they and share you, it with their friends. I I can, I don't recall a time specifically where you ever were flying below the birds either. You know, like it's not just the whales either. Yeah, dude. Because even the birds will get in front of your shot. So if you, if you zoom back a little bit, you get the whole picture. I mean, if you stay, you know, further back, yeah. you get the whole picture. Well, and a lot of drones shoot in 4K, so there's no reason to be, like, way exactly. up on and it. You can, you can crop. crop. Crop in. Yeah. yeah. And also, the whale is 60 feet. Like, the humpbacks are 50 feet long. So If you can't see the whole whale in the frame, you're too low. Yeah. And, and don't get me wrong. I've, I've <laughs> you're right. definitely you're flown low before but i've probably flown low off it's always off the side of the whale at yes. an angle and it's yes. probably 30 or 40 feet back away from the whale still yeah. you know yeah. like i saw what conference was it at halifax so that was like 2017 marine mammal conference um the snot bot guys did get reactions out of adult baleen whales but those guys are flying so low they're intentionally trying to get the blow um and the only time that they would get a reaction from the whale is if they came from behind the whale and on the side where the whale could see it if they came straight on or straight up the back they would not get a reaction but if they came on the side from behind the whale the whale would get a reaction and those guys are flying like five feet off the whale's body yeah and and also so your your drone loses its battery right or something happens yeah if you're above the whale like if you're above the whale at least 60 feet by the time your drone falls down, I think the whale's the whale going to be clear gone. Of it. Exactly. Totally. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. You got to just think about that too. Yep. Yeah. But if if you really had an equipment it, failure, it, yeah. If you're really close to it and the drone slowly falls, do you think a two pound piece of plastic is really going to hurt a blue whale? No. No. But, but it's still, still it's, not it's, nice. It's still, it's, <laughs> it's going like, to raise its stress level. Who knows? Exactly. It's going to make like, it leave from its food just, source. You just never know. leave the. Can you imagine it touches the blue whale's back? It'd probably just freak out. Probably just run. I'm saying so. If yeah. you're off to the side, off to the back, even if you're technically above it, but towards the like, you know, peduncle area, yeah. at least it has time for it to fall and not be on the way. Yeah, yeah. If if something were to happen, knock on wood, doesn't. The, the thing with drones and social media is that uh, I talk to Jordan Lerma about this all the time. He's one of the Cascadia drone guys. Um, but you know, it's just it's it's a it's a social media thing, and like. Yeah, you know, if if Slater's started posting pictures like that all the time, um, and with you know with your huge following, or whatever, other people would start to do it. Yep. People with less experience than you, people with less knowledge about drones, people yep. with less knowledge about whales. And it yep. sucks because I totally in the beginning it was such a social media gain. Yeah. Yep. But then now I like, I try not. I do. I still post it because some of my favorite some of my favorite times. Yeah. You know, because there's things that I've I've witnessed. Which it always draws me back to wanting to put the drone up. Yeah, is totally. because there's things that I've recorded that has never haven't been seen before. Right. So. Right. Yeah, I mean, and and it's a very useful tool. I mean, the I just always think of that offshore killer whale encounter we had a couple of years ago. We would have never seen the shark. We would have never been identifying the species or the size of the shark if we didn't have your drone footage. I mean, we were about to like move on from the area, and you're like, wait, wait, there's bubbles, and then all of a sudden, here's this whole seven gill shark at the surface and we saw just a tip of the fin from the deck like i have photos of the same encounter and that is exactly the video that kind of changed my whole like career dude for sure like that's the most sold video i've ever sold like it's just it's incredible i mean it was the first of its kind as far as we know yeah and And then well someone got like this the same week someone got one eating a blue shark but they didn't they captured like just a sliver. Of oh it yeah, happening. later that week down in yeah. Newport. And then I went yeah. down there and saw the offshore yeah, again. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, in like less than a week, I saw some twice. of the That's same crazy. ones oh. too. They were photo ID'd some of the same whales. Yeah, you know, and like so. we're not like 
I mean, and I, I love the drone. I don't ever want it to yeah, get taken exactly. away. And I think I don't want to say I think everyone should be able to do it, but I think people should be able to do it, but in a respectful manner and mm-hmm. definitely follow the like regulations of like getting your remote pilot license, checking the you know regulations, the flight regulations, and where you're at. Yeah, and check the sanctuaries, like because yeah. there's a lot yeah. of like you know no marine, fly zones, no fly zones yeah. in marine sanctuaries and stuff. Yeah. So I just bought my first Phantom. And what oh, is the yeah. first thing I told you? What did you tell me? What did I say today? I called you and I said, "What? Did, you told me you got it. And I said, you better what? I don't know. I remember, I remember. Oh, my God. I told him to get his drone pilot. Oh, yeah, you did. Yeah, I'm, I'm, in the, I'm in the will. process of doing that right now. But again, like. I'll send off, you some links. Of, of the topic <laughs> of, uh, of how useful these things are. Like the reason I got, I just spent $1,500 on this drone was because I'm getting put on the whale entanglement team. And like as a photographer, you know, so. For Santa Barbara. That yeah. I think is that's another application for drones that I think is a total game changer. Totally. It's for entanglement response. You can approach the whale in a way safer manner without stressing an already very stressed animal by using the drone. Oh my gosh, yeah. Complete Th- think game about changer. that day that me and you were standing yes. on the beach for like what how many hours watching yes. this whale that was anchored stuck to the bottom, literally yeah. anchored to the bottom. <laughs> And we yep. were able to to keep notes on it, you know, see everything that was going on. Yep. You know, get the the best like angle at seeing where like how it was wrapped. Yep. And unfortunately that whale, uh, we didn't find it the next day when a boat was able a disentangled team was able to get on scene. But hopefully that whale just broke free. Um, uh, because yeah, it wasn't the, there in the morning. I think when the tide changed it was no longer anchored. Um, and some of the gear I think was found the next day. So it may have even shed some of the gear, but there was another day where there was a whale entangled and we ended up on Kate's boat, you and I, and the drone, the drone is what helped them diagnose the type of entanglement because they could just see one line across the back of the whale. Mm -hmm. But Slater had video that the pec fins were pinned to the side of the whale's body. And you could not tell that from the deck of the boat. Totally. You know, so drones. Yeah. Cause the pecs stay technically, they stay below the surface. Yeah. And this whale was feeding in the middle of like 25 other whales. <laughs> okay. And then, and like so many useful days. And I just got called, what is like not even a month ago. And we talked about this for that blue whale that had the yeah. monofilament on it. And yes. that being two hooks and a yeah. couple, like a little line hanging off. Yep. Um, we didn't find that whale, but I was able to be called in, get yep. on the boat with them and go out and search. And yep. unfortunately we didn't find it, but the blue whale is going to be fine. I mean, it, yeah. had a, it had a hook in it, and he's yeah. 80 it's feet long. Whale. It'll rust out, uh, yeah, and it'll exactly. be okay. Yeah. So, um, still really sad. But, yeah, I think, you know, everything you should approach new technologies with caution because they do have some major upsides, especially if you're really creative. Totally. Um, but, yeah, you really just have to be always thinking of the most respectful way to conduct the new piece of equipment that you're introducing to the environment. So... Yeah, there's definitely some major pluses to drones, but I think that there's also a lot of people that don't know what they're doing. Yeah, dude, and we've seen, I mean, I've seen people fly their drones from um, Palos Verdes, uh, the lighthouse, yeah, on the thing is, killer whales. And, and it's like, illegal. Dude, we're two miles offshore. What it doesn't matter. Doing? It's already yeah. illegal. If you, can't, you have to have your drone in line of sight of you. So if yeah. you can't see your drone, yeah. it's illegal. I know. Yeah. And, you know, that's just the thing with new technologies like that, like you were saying. Yep. Well, people will just push just the limit. Do it, do it in yep. the right way. For a photo. Yep. Yeah. So it's tough, but um, we love drones. And in some ways you, I don't know how, like you have to, (laughs) you have to let people use a tool in every potential it could go in to see what all your options are. Like you have to let that kind of like free enterprise happen for a little while. And then 
but you have to somehow be able to rein it back in because sometimes people think of uses for technology that the creator never thought of when they were developing it. True. But people also will do really awful things yeah. with that technology <laughs> exactly. while they're figuring it out. So it's kind well, of a tricky one. You don't want to just slap the regulations right on it. You got to let people get creative with it. Snotbot can take yep. samples of their snot now. Yep. Um, yep. You can see the size of the whale. You can ca- calculate exactly how. Oh, a paper just came out using fo- drone photogrammetry. Photogrammetry, yeah. yeah, big word, science. Photogrammer, grammarly. Photogrammetry. So photogrammetry, and then what else can you do? Entanglement. Disentanglement assessment. assessment. Yeah. I mean, do uh, health assessment. The Southern Reserve. Yeah. Well, assessment with walruses. Even though I highly recommend not flying over pinnipeds yeah. or things that have ears above the water. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, if you're 200 feet up then and you're going to have yeah. a quiet drone. I mean, things that you would used to use helicopters for, exactly. like walrus surveys, I think a drone is safer for the human beings and actually is less disturbing if you do it correctly for the animals. Because can you imagine a helicopter flying over exactly. a walrus haul out? And, oh, yeah, and they probably go like, they used to probably go like 40 feet above them and yeah. just hover and yeah. look at and count them all, like, you know what I mean, out the and front just, window. Incredibly cheaper, like yes, a lot of these research companies safer. couldn't, yeah. couldn't afford to do what they did in the past, yep. you know. But now they can. Much cheaper and safer, less to ensure. You're getting high resolution data. Yeah, it's definitely. So, if it's done respectfully, it's a great tool. Lacey, don't pull yeah. this thing out. What you doing, girly? <laughs> Lacey now wants to. It's just really <laughs> like for me. I love the drone, and that's like, that's why I'm applying for like a permit. Yeah. Because I just don't, if they do get taken away because there's definitely people using it that just have no idea about these animals mm-hmm. and they're just using it, which I get, like, it's fun to take photos of it. Like, totally. if you're going to take pictures of just the waves hitting the beach, it looks really amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So I get it. But then now people are realizing that there's whales off the beach in California. Yeah. And one, it all it takes is basically me to post it. And then I'm not saying I started it by any means. A lot of people do have been doing it even before me, but. It's now it's a huge thing for yeah. during gray whale it's season. It's trendy. Yep. And there's places like in Southern California where there, there people will put five drones up at one time. Yeah. It, it also like, I don't know if this is true or not, um, but like it feels like it takes away whale watching. Like when people are just looking at whales from the beach instead of spending the time and effort to go out there, right? Like <sighs> some lady just wrote me the other day and threw a fit because she, she got mad that we watched the Southern Residence. And she's like, you guys should be watching them from shore, like not from here. And and I said the problem. And we went to this whole thing on like yeah. why whale watching, why we all think whale watching is, um, you is know, beneficial. It's beneficial for the whales, and it's not, not just for our own personal money gain. Like we literally have to police people around the whales. Yep. And if we're not there, exactly. If we're not there, then no one's there except for people riding jet skis. You know. Yeah. Doing wheelies across their head. <laughs> yeah. Literally. And, yep. Yeah. And I've literally seen that. Yeah. So, yeah. It's tough. It's just tough. And it, it's going to continue to be tough when you're dealing with lives of animals that people care about. And um, we, we recommend whale watching, land-based whale watching. Yeah. Because if, if you can't and, – and our thing is that with that is if you can't get on the boat, then there's – like because in Monterey it gets windy, but – and rough. If you can get down to Big Sur, there's so many places where you can look off the cliff and see humpbacks, gray whales, blue whales even. I mean, it, it's really amazing what you can see off of Big Sur yeah, coast. Right. Off I of do California, think, period. I do think people get more out of an encounter with whales, even on land, if there's someone there to tell them about them. Exactly. Like, <laughs> Otherwise, they're like, oh, there's, there's like water yeah, there's coming water. out oh, of their cool. blowhole. Whales. That's <laughs> a big know? fish. Yeah. 
Um, like one time I was standing on the scenic loop in Carmel during that gray whale predation, predation with the yeah. 51s. And like the amount of questions I got in the course of 90 minutes. And doesn't it make you feel good when you yeah. can like tell someone yeah. like, oh, this, and they're like, you're like, I know them. I've seen them yeah. for the past 10 years. Yeah. These people are like, they, wait, what? You like, can change someone's life on land. They had no idea what was happening. They're like, what's all the splashing? And I was <laughs> like, well, it's kind of a murder scene, but yeah. here's the deal. Um, and so I think... Yeah, you can promote land-based whale watching, but I think one of the big benefits of a boat-based whale watching is is the naturalist guide. You know, like is the narration because then um, then people are getting messaging about the animals, they're learning things about the animals, and um, hopefully, if you're doing your program right, you're also giving them a call to action at the end. You're giving yeah, them a conservation takeaway where they can do something. Can you get my dog a toy? <laughs> Lacey's <laughs> freaking out. Thank you. Okay, there you go. What does she have? Um, oh, she doesn't have the noisy one. <laughs> yeah, and okay, so here's here's the thing is I, I've met people on San Juan Island and this is a this is a big deal. You're you're taking a ferry out to an island, right? Yep. And this is your and some people only, we know how people are, they want to go whale watching and they're like, We're gonna do one trip on our whole vacation totally. and we're gonna see everything, right? Yeah. And they're like, Oh, we're going kayaking to see them and I'm like, No, 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 please don't and, and it's not because Kayaking is not amazing, but it's because if you really truly came here to see a whale, your chances of seeing them on the kayak is like zero percent right now Dude, on the San Juan Island. So I, yeah. I worked as a kayak tour guide there as well. Oh, you'd have people every single day being like, "So we're gonna see killer whales out there, right?" And I'm like, <laughs> "No, I've been working here for three months and I've seen killer whales twice from a quarter mile away exactly. on a kayak." Like, yeah. And I'm out here every day. And, and you're like, low to the water, so like you exactly. seeing them from far away. It's you know, like you know? a little tiny fin. Yeah. And, like, the kayak experience with the killer whale, I'm sure it's phenomenal. I'm so sure it's if better you're than yeah. Everything. If you're like, going to a place to see them like that, make sure and you think you're going to do it from land, schedule a boat tour as well, you yeah. know, and then do the land one second. So and at least do you your have research. better chances. I mean, yeah. we always say that. Do your research before you go out with a company. Make sure it's reputable and that it's That's just supporting the work you want to do. Yeah. Be an informed consumer. Exactly. Yeah. Um. Okay. Do you want to have the age old debate for the last little bit of the episode? Sure. What? What's going on in the head? Um, photo rights. So when you're oh, crew yeah. on the boat, whose photos are they? Are they the companies? Are they the you photographers? Did you ask me this last? You asked this last podcast. Did we? No, I you said, asked me I after said it, we huh? could. I said we should talk about this on an episode. Yeah. Especially because you have. Okay, here's my thoughts. Do you want to hear them? Yes. If you're hired as a deckhand and you just get a camera and they allow you to shoot, if it it just should just be. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't matter if you're photographing on their boats, period, just 50, 50, you own the yeah. rights, they own the rights. Yep. They can use the rights for social media, websites, whatever they want, but you still have the right to sell it. Like say you're going to yep. sell it to Nat Geo yep. or yep. whatever documentary is doing a documentary. Yep. You can sell your footage or pictures to magazines, but you, and you own the rights, but they still get the rights to use them for their platforms. Yes. Not to sell for though. Yes. Which they're not going to sell anyways. They don't, they sell tickets. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. I agree. 100% I agree I mean working for two different companies in the past three months um, both I mean both companies have said that they're my photos right um, I own the photos I took the photos the photos were taken on my camera not a camera that the company bought yeah that's another thing that you got to consider yep and those uh, companies yeah. are both companies in my opinion those two companies aren't super big on like social media no, and they're like, right. their advertising they're or anything yeah, right, right. They're not. so um, there's going to be companies that are like you know 
super into advertising yeah, that are totally. like and like these I do, are mine. I do yep. all the advertisement. I reach out to the news companies for Santa Barbara. I do their social media, right. all stuff like that. Um, but at the end, at the end of the day, I took the photos and like yeah. Um, so some sometimes, so I think we're all pretty well in agreement. But the argument that we've that some of us have experienced into. from other companies. <laughs> is um they're they're facilitating the experience and you are an employee of theirs and so like in sometimes they'll even force a contract saying that you do not have rights yeah i would not sign the photos yeah exactly for the company yeah Um, i'm in a contract with a company down south but the but the, the, I'm pretty sure it was fifty fifty split. Also, I didn't read the contracts, so, <laughs> <Read> the, <laughs> so that's your own fault. Takeaway from Slater is read the contract. <laughs> nah, they they were, they told me what it was about. But I think you know when it comes to the financial part, there's also another level. Like it can be more complicated. One, if they provided the camera equipment for you and they're gonna pay the editing software, yes, exactly. Then that's, that could that's be a little bit different. you could have a discussion about that. If it's your equipment, if it's your time, if it's your um, software. You taking the photos, in my opinion, you can sell it and they can use it, but they can't sell it. The other thing is, what about photo packages? Like, do you split the money with the company? Do you keep it? You gotta gotta work that out with the company company. because if they, like, like before it was, they were literally, okay, the way, when I started it, it was a printer. I ran downstairs. Mm -hmm. I had an iPad. I plugged the SD card (laughs) in the iPad, picked six photos to edit, right? Yeah. And then I said, do you want it? It was four for 10 and five for 20. Yeah. Right, they would get the twenty dollars package. I'd run downstairs, plug it in the printer, brrr, print them all. Right, yeah. But the thing is, is that costed so much money in ink and yeah. paper yeah. and in um, like the little cardboard stock. The company was just forking it out so yeah. that we could make tip money. Yeah. But it literally didn't benefit the company. Yeah. Other than the fact that they may in the review say like they offered a cool souvenir package. Right. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't until we went to digital photos that. It started. Sorry, as my dog. Um, it wasn't until we went to digital photos that it like really started benefiting. Yeah, you know? it really pays off better when it's digital. It, it doesn't cost the company anything. Yeah, especially if it's something like we transfer, where you're not, you're not even dealing with the uh, like the USB or anything else. It's just like here's the digital file, here's the link, yeah, dude, like that's I just, it. I just airdrop. super clean. I just airdrop stuff. Oh, oh yeah, houses. it's so Monty, nice. Remember Monty airdropping his photos? I know, I know some other people that do that too. <laughs> dude, it's so nice. So I mean, what? Okay. Android users are just screwed. No, so I can either airdrop them to people immediately, don't have to deal with it later, or I can get down your email, send you a Dropbox yeah. link, Dropbox link link later. Yeah. Um, but like again, I love my company because I keep ninety percent of what I make on photo packages, which is oh, that's nice. Yeah. Wait, 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 get 10%? At my, my cap, I just throw, like, money into the tip jar. Um, so, yeah, I mean, again, my company's awesome. Come out with Condor Express. Shout <laughs> <laughs> out to Condor okay, Express. Okay, watch. They're going to listen to this. The owners are like, you know what? He's scamming us. He's, yeah, <laughs> he's screwing us, man. We're like, we could have got way more money out of him. He's gonna, uh, you guys are going to start going out on the Condor just to tip Adam because he's not going to make money anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, like, uh, it, it is it is difficult. And, like, um. Did you guys see my captain's humpback video? Yes. Yeah. And that went multi-viral. Like ABC7 yeah. picked it yeah, up. It yeah. got like 5 million views, right? And it he, went super ultra mega rare viral. Super <laughs> ultra mega rare viral. Um, but he was like, because I, I had posted that and he was upset that I didn't, I didn't um, put his name on it, right? So there's... Tag there's, me, tag me. Well, it was, it was tag me, but it was also like, obviously I tagged him and everything. Yeah. But, you know, like whales, orcas always repost our stuff, but like never gives credit to the right people. Yeah. Um, and there's always just people that like, oh, really? don't know they don't? credit. Yeah. And 
you know that's frustrating and so and so that's another one photo credits make sure you always try and like pay the respect on giving recently i've been i've told i've okay when i see accounts which are curator accounts right that use other people's content to get their own gains and they don't tag people it ruins your chance of growing yeah if you grow totally if i mean if you want to grow your curator account tag the photographers because they're going to tag you they're going to share it in their story yeah like that's just it's just kind of like the relationship it's a, you, you build scratch with, my back with these I accounts scratch yours. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah um so yeah recently with videos now that my captains take i um do a little watermark on it mm. um and i do it in a way that it's not over the middle of the video or whatever see like this one yes they they credited oh, the they bottom. credited the condor express but they didn't credit my captain so he was kind of upset about that yeah and then like oh but dude that's, that's well the same the same, the same the same thing with abc7 that went viral it had five million views and like they didn't credit so if you try to tag two things they're gonna they're, t- they're gonna one. either the usually and most of the time they're gonna pick the person and not the company because it obviously promotes a company yeah but so that's why i would say but that's that's where it's good if you're like the main photographer, right? And I mean, they I'm share, the only photographer. Uh, yeah, exactly. And they share you. You tag the condor five days a week. Yeah. yeah. So it's super beneficial to yeah. the whale watch company. Yeah. Regardless if it's on their page, which it's always good to build up both. Yeah. But if it comes from you, it's still gonna get to them. Yeah. Yeah. One way or another. Well, and that's yeah, that's that whole concept of like influencer marketing, right? Like, you're now the totally. condor's influencer, and so as long as you're continuing to tag them, <laughs> um then even if they if someone misses a photo credit um you know you're still giving it to them regularly so yeah. it'll it's, all come it's together it's nice to be able to have your own page but also be in charge of the whale watch page right yeah. so like you can and do it in a way that's beneficial for both parts like yeah. i don't post a thing without saying thanks to the crew and my crew and the company and yeah. shouting out the company or whatever oh, trying to make me versa. look bad dude Dude, okay, I get it though. You have younger crew and captains, and they have social media like here in Mon, like Discovery Whale Nobody Watch. Nobody does. Yeah. Who would yeah. you tag? You know Myself. what I mean? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Like, and it's no offense to them, but they, then most of the captains are older, or they just are okay. not into social media. So yeah. it's like, if I just tag the company usually. And you know, yeah. it, I I think it depends because like in the San Juan Islands, my company didn't give a hoot about social media, and I guess rightfully so because their all their you know clientele is based off of tourism so people are either going to be on the island or not um, oh true i guess like, that's just kind of true huh it's like they're either coming or exactly but, so hey I, mean, I will say it could drag them to your island yeah totally yeah. social media can you and know like, people go to that island thinking there's gonna be killer whales totally Cause it's called orcas <laughs> and it has nothing yeah. to do with that um yeah. i didn't even know that until like the last time i was up there but again and then like you know santa barbara is a really good place for social media because there's just it's kind of a touristy destination as well but yeah. the it's whale watching there is amazing and it's california and there's a million people there you know yeah um so it also depends on the location but yeah it's 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 a it's a photographer <laughs> life out here My Lacey's is, contribution is the squeaky toy yeah. <laughs> she's calling all killer whales for tomorrow <laughs> yeah please do Lacey. i'm so excited for tomorrow yeah, I feel like least... I dreamed about killer whales, but I don't think I did. I just feel like I Dude, every right time I dream about killer whales, they aren't there. So don't dream about killer whales. <laughs> oh, God. I'm, I'm scared. I don't want to go now. What do you mean? <laughs> I know. Caitlin actually took off you guys to go whale watching for the first time on one of my trips ever. Yeah, because yeah. she's freaking leaving. She's going all the ones I did with Discovery. Yeah. Because she's leaving life. 
I am. No, I'm not leaving life. I know, guys. Welcome, life. welcome, Adam, as our new guest speaker all the time. <laughs> What's guest. going on, guys? It's your boy, Adam. <laughs> I never, oh, by the way, I, didn't, I never. Adam, you can't sit at my seat at the dinner table. I don't That's even introduce fair. myself, and you just introduce yourself. <laughs> Who are you? This is my podcast. What are you talking about? Whoa, dude. Oh, Should we just Slater. sell him the rights to the Whalers podcast? Yeah. yeah. You got a mill or do what? It. One I'll billion. Do it down south. Oh, now I like where your head's at. The Whale Nerds, um, Santa so Barbara. Cal. Santa, Santa so Barbara Cal chapter. edition. Uh, I, was thinking, I was thinking of doing that. What do you think about that? No, just, no. You just calm down. <laughs> Veto. Veto. I'm not trying to be in some, charge of Sicivity I, I do have some friends up north that are trying to, they've been trying to start a podcast for um, six months now. Every just time do I've, it. Every time I've gone, they're like, oh yeah, we're going to order a mic. Lacey. Oh my gosh. Off, my, my main guy. Lacey really just missed Adam a lot. She, she hated me last time I was here. She's got to get all her affection back in. Ugh. All what right. I can tell you about starting a podcast is just flip and do it. Yeah, it's so fun. Even if it's really bad at the beginning. Even if we're out of town every other week and all of us. <laughs> and our technology fails all the time. Adam used to love our podcast until it got off his Monday schedule. Now, he's, now he's off his routine. And he's over it. I still listen to it, but it just never comes out. I've listened to every single. I've listened to it. Comes out on. I've listened to like Wednesday, Thursdays. I've listened to every single episode. From one until what is it, thirty something? Thirty. Are we 39? on thirty nine? We're on thirty nine right now. See, I even know what number it is. We're ending thirty nine right now. Wait, <laughs> wait. I want to say more things. Like Shout what? out to my mom. Um, Stop. <laughs> no, but for real, we got to end this podcast. Yeah, we got to go to bed. We, we have got, a long day we got tomorrow. Big things ha- uh, happening tomorrow. I gotta charge my camera. I have to plug in batteries right now. <laughs> I have to ch- charge in batteries too. Charge your cameras, clear your memory <laughs> Adam, cards. I'm, I'm we'll gonna, see you in the morning. Adam's gonna be on battery duty out here because they're gonna be plugged in every outlet. So there you go. Be I don't want I don't want your house to explode or anything. You're yeah. on battery watch. With all these reptiles, and you got to well. swap them all, all these, out. All these heat bulbs. I don't have any reptiles. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> There's not even anything in that terrarium. Marco's holding it. You're right. Actually. <laughs> all right, you guys. Um, thanks for listening. I can't believe we're on 39. We're almost on 40. That's like Woo! midlife. That's like a midlife. Crisis. Podcast this. <laughs> <laughs> and dude, the views are go- like. I know. Like, even crazy. during the week, like, even when we're not posting, we're getting. It's, dude, it's like, it actually blows my mind. That's yeah. awesome. So, yeah. thank you. Thank you, you to our Patreon people as well. Yes. Thank you, Robbie and uh, Maria. Maria. Uh, yeah. Thank you so much. Dude, maybe I'll start a podcast. No, dude. Why don't you just subscribe to us on Patreon, Adam? Yeah. You don't even subscribe to us, bro. <laughs> you know what you get if you subscribe to us, Adam? We'll allow you to do one topic a year. <laughs> we'll allow you to be on the podcast twice a year. Well, that's why I just start my own podcast, and then I don't have to deal with that. Wow, dude. He's dusting us. Dude, are you going to start a solo guest. podcast? I kind of want to start. You want to start our own? Yeah, What? Dude. We can do one. We can I'm all sad. have one. I'll dude, have five. Have I wish photog- I had like five, We should have honestly. a specific photography one. Because at least I can do them all every day of the week because I'm yeah. just sitting at home. That's <laughs> yeah, true. You're not wrong. All right, you guys, we're ending this podcast. Thank you all for listening. Make sure you follow us on the Whale Nerds, and make sure you follow Adam, his Ooh, Instagram. We'll do Whale Nerds Instagram tomorrow on the trip. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll post. Adam, what's your Instagram? Adam underscore Ernster. Yeah, I don't How know. How do you spell that? Fine, we'll tag. We're going to post. Well, you know what? We'll tag him on the last Whale Nerds per, 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 post. <laughs> How about? So, yeah. Check out the Connor Hashtag it. Bye, guys. Bye. Peace.